This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast with, well, you already knew this, way more credibility than Adam Schefter. Uh, how dare him? Frankly, he should be in fucking prison. How dare him? <laughs> Put it aside. Uh, I'm here. Uh, like, who gives a shit? Uh, I'm here with uh, Rain Man. Uh, you're 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 even on the season, and I'm curious what your lock of the week, what your big rubber is. Why do you call it the big rubber? Because this is where we set up shop and make our money. Rocky top, Rocky top, Rocky top. We're riding hand and hook of the truth. Plus two and a half versus number thirteen, Ole Miss. Neyland's gonna be rocking. Oh, the Manning Bowl. It seems a little bit neat, but I guess uh, I, I we we'll talk about it. But boy, oh boy, is this a spot where Tennessee traditionally punches itself in the dick. On the other end, Capper, uh, fourteen ten on the season, four and two in his big rubber picks. Who do you got for your big rubber? Talked about it last week. The best month of the year. We're right in the midst of it. Brocktober. Time to run it up with the Cyclones of Iowa State, minus six and a half at Kansas State. All right, it is Brocktober. After <laughs> after Brock famously celebrated uh, Suck It Football Timber. Uh, <laughs> that was terrible. Notorious. Notorious. <laughs> that was terrible. Just, just roll the intro, Jeff. Listen, man, this is the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch BYBW. Check your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. Never get it right. This is BYBW. Uh, follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast uh, on Twitter at BYBW Podcast. You can even send us an email, BYBW Podcast at, at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a rating and review because uh, it's just like a good thing to do. Helps us out. What are you doing? You're not doing anything right now. You're listening to, clearly, you're not doing anything for listening to us. Just, uh, you know, slide on over, do that. Uh, we're To start us off, we are bringing back, of course, we have a uh, new celebrity cameo entrant this week uh if you're not familiar we will seek out random people on cameo to give us a college football pick of our choosing this week rain man you are on cameo duty who is our celebrity cameo picker well i figured we get someone in the know and try to bring in college basketball season as well as that's starting to heat up so i got seth greenberg no oh. duke's getting a lot of yeah i know they're getting a lot of smoke too today so probably not the best choice We'll just have to roll it. You shouldn't have. Um... All right, here's the deal. I'm coming back from the ACC media day, talking to coaches and players, kind of getting a feel for what's going on in the ACC. And I'm here, and like the Rain Man, Cap, and Joe, they've been a little bit shaky, hovering around 500, but they they swear. Didn't get a feel for the ACC, apparently. Look, Cap and Joe, <laughs> cheer up. Say what you will. His now, coach's sure rasp his is unreal. tier team in the Seth nailed my record, though. I don't know about that. I don't know about the pick game, UT, you know, minus five and a half versus Oklahoma State. But I do know, do know, like, you know, you guys, you got to you gotta focus. <laughs> and I understand your work, but you got to get locked in. You just got to, you know, you got to be, stop being homers. I mean, like, uh, we can't be homers, guys. We got to dig deep into the numbers. We got to look inside ourselves. Yeah, you should probably listen to this part. 
you know, who teams are and how they win. You're better than this. We expect more from you guys. Come on. Let's get our act together here. Stay the course. That's not true. Let's have a good No weekend. one expects more. Certainly not from me. Stay the course. Let's have a good weekend. Let's go, Captain Joe. Thanks Come for on. That. Roll the picks. Uh, man, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I, I didn't necessarily need Seth Greenberg to just tell me I suck for two minutes. That's not what I needed today. Uh, but you know what? Maybe it is what I needed. Maybe, Maybe it, it is, is what, what needed. you needed. <laughs> Maybe you had that s- parlay do last week. Yeah, he does have. He does seem like a very disappointed dad when he talks down to you in a cameo, and I can't really can't really shake that. Um, well, he's he's disappointed you requested him. Yeah, that's true. He was he was like at an airport. Uh, just why are pro- we doing this? He just he just finished lodging fourteen sabaro slices and just right into his gut. <laughs> no, just record cameos <laughs> off the dome. Uh, not giving us any college football picks though, so I think we're gonna have to take care of that. Uh, and let's get Cover to the it. Slack. Let's do it. This is the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel ten feet tall right now. The Strong as an ox. This is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Uh. This week's weekly, uh, I have like a little, you know, sometimes you make an impulse purchase. I got a little, I got some cheesecake at the grocery store. I'm just going to be enjoying that while I listen to some great picks here. Um, <laughs> it's, it's juniors, the best, the best. Uh, <laughs> Capper, you're a big rubber. You, uh, you've been hot on the season, 14-10. You like ISU minus six and a half. Manhattan, Kansas, you know, hard place to play. Hard place to play. Uh-huh. But ghosts flying around there. What's your uh, what's your read here? Um, this is just a cavalcade of reasons to love this game. Uh, the metrics love Iowa State. They grade out as a top fifteen unit on offense and defense in both SP plus and FEI. Top ten in FPI. Um, they are just like very slept on after a slow September. Two tough losses. Um, against tough, like the Baylor loss was weird, but yeah, they Cap, lost I'm to a so tough distracted team. As Joe just shovels cheesesteak into his mouth. <laughs> I I covered his part of the camera actually, so I can't see him right now, which is nice. <laughs> I can just please, zone please in on this continue. pick. This winner, how dare you? Um, Brock Purdy is the X factor here for me. Like if he has a dominant game like he did last year against K State, he's been very inconsistent so far this year, but. Last year, 80% completion percentage against them, 236 yards through the air, 60 yards on the ground, and K-State has had a tough time defending the pass, uh, especially recently. Also love the fact that like they're not running the ball very well the last few weeks, and Iowa State has just been dominant against the run. Um, they're allowing the third fewest yards per game of anyone in the country and that 2.6 yards per carry on the ground. Um Veterans all over the the field in the secondary on the line. Will McDonald the fourth. He's a monster. It's just like there's a lot to love about this Iowa State team, who still has the potential of winning a big Big Twelve championship. Um, you know, yeah. National title hopes might be out, but like that's still a very huge goal for a Matt Campbell team here. I'll take Kansas State in this spot. I think they're at home. They played OU very close at home. Their only other loss is on the road at an undefeated Oklahoma State team. Hard to 
say why Kansas State isn't as good as Iowa State, especially when they're getting home field advantage and with the quarterback change, Kansas State has been a lot better recently. So, what's the deal with Brees Hall? What's the deal with Deuce Vaughn? Uh, Deuce Vaughn's what's out playing Brees Hall this year. Well, that's not tr- true. Brees Hall is playing better than Deuce Vaughn of late. But they're both very good running backs. I, it's hard to say that Brees Hall is necessarily an edge in this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Brees Hall will be able to run the ball here. K-State's been very good against the rush this year. Um, I think they're allowing under 100 yards a game. Um, so, I, like I said, the, the X factor here is Purdy. Like, he's not he's not your dominant. Like, he's not going to sling it all over the field against you. But, like, he's going to complete intermediate passes, you know, move the I ball. Just, I don't know. Control the clock. It, like, I think this is just a the case of a better team here. Um, being able to exert their will on both sides of the ball. I'll, I like it. I do. Well, before the season, I was super, super high on Iowa State. I still think they're a really good team. They returned a ton of good players. But... Night game in Manhattan, Kansas gives me the willies. Uh, but uh, but you know what? It's not spooky season yet. Well, not spooky, but this kinda. is a so if we want, this this game, another game that you need that that seems a little spooky, but I understand why Rayman likes it, and it's your big rubber, which is you're going Rocky Hop Top. You're a believer. You believe in the truth, which is sending Hooker against Ole Miss. Yeah, and I missed the plus three by around five minutes. That's on me. It's definitely at plus 2.5 everywhere against number 13 Ole Miss. I'll just carry over my analysis from last week. Uh, this Tennessee team is a totally different team with the truth. Hendon Hooker at quarterback, a BYBW favorite, uh, instead of Joe Milton, who still inexplicably got that start week one and week two. Matt Corral getting a ton of smoke for Heisman. All deserved. He's been amazing. But if you actually compare the numbers, Corral has 1,497 yards, 12 touchdowns against zero interceptions. Again, amazing, deserving of all the accolades. Hendon Hooker, on the other hand, has 1,063 yards, 13 touchdowns. That's one more passing. And only one interception on the season in two fewer games. He is basically pacing Matt Corral and doing a little bit better through the air in the end zone. And that's very, very impressive. And Ole Miss's defense is very, very bad. Eh, so is Tennessee's. This one's going to be a shootout, total at 82. Neyland's going to be rocking. I think it's going to be a close, very fun game. Probably the most fun game of the day uh, on paper. I just think you got to go with the home team here. Absolutely. Like, you, you strip the number away from Ole Miss's name. Do you really think that they're that much better than Tennessee? Don't ask me how I know this, but I, there are rumblings out of the state of Tennessee that if um, Hendon Hooker can pull this win off, He's the front runner for, for the Heisman Trophy. Oh, <laughs> dude, I, I was about to mention that, <laughs> which is ludicrous, obviously. But like, Who, but but is he, it? You what know, quarterbacks are in, in contention. Right, Matt Corral's the give, favorite. Bryce give the Young Vols, lost the game at Aggie. Give the Vols fans credit; they love nothing more than to support an above-average football team. And you know what? They're going to do it to their heart's content. I got to say, also, throw one out for Tyvon Evans, uh, best running back on the field. I mean, Ole Miss doesn't run the ball, but he's been very, very good. And Hendren Hooker is really opening up the running game for that team as they have to put a quarterback spy in on defense. Uh, Tyvon Evans, very good player. Scared of a revenge factor here? Never. Because <laughs> if there's anyone in college football who's not afraid to run up the score, it's the man on the Ole Miss sideline. I don't know. I think 
this is also a night game in Neyland. It's going to be fucking rocking. But like I said earlier, Tennessee does, it's- of course, have a propensity to punch itself in the dick anytime you start to believe in it, similar to another UT I can think of. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild how, you know, how quickly it changed from Hypel is not ready for this to Hypel is a god because he put Hen and Hooker in. Well, why the hell didn't he start him in the first place? Makes no sense. We all knew it made no sense at the time either. Like, wild. Wild. And he gets the benefit CBS of the doubt, I guess, because, game. because the this difference is. SEC Network. I, it's a total legit. of 84, and CBS isn't playing this game as one of their two. Legit- Makes no sense. Legitimately, I think well, they have a top I think twenty game. Joe Milton is like a practice savant. I think when he has the red jersey on, he probably is just like he's like Josh Allen out there and just like blows people away. I bet because like you saw it in like the early games he played. He's like, but he's like stiff as fuck. He just stands in there and he's like not ready for pressure. So Hendon Hooker, good for him, but. Ole Miss is a fully oiled machine. They are coming off an emotional dub against Arkansas where they really carved up the Razorbacks, man. But ah, Tennessee has juice in there at home. A home the point. Razorbacks kind of carved them up too. Yeah, home team getting points. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. Uh, Capper, let's go to your next pick. Interesting one, interesting one. Horns, minus don't. four and a half. Versus, before you say oh, it, yeah, you should have listened to Seth Greenberg. No, bef- I was going to say before you say it, this is not a homer pick. This is a very sound by the books. Everything supports this pick. Why? 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 Everything. Well, Why? Why? the Horns are at Why? home off of a loss. They're three and zero at home against the spread this year. One and zero after a loss, they dominated Texas Tech after losing their first game of the year at Arkansas. They scored seventy points on offense, and there's nobody in the country better right now at getting his players into space and allowing them to have success than Steve Sarkeesian. And that, like, that's the bottom line of this. The offensive line has been horrible, but they've done such a good job with Casey Thompson since he took over of just allowing players to get into space pick up chunk yards, move the ball down the field, score touchdowns on drives, like cap off drives with touchdowns. And I think it's going to be too much here, especially after a loss that, you know, frankly, they didn't play well enough in the second half last week. Um, I think anyone who watched that game would tell you the exact same thing. But I think it's a team that's ready to take that next step here. Um, They've had a lot of success against Oklahoma State recently, even going back to – to um, Tom Herman, who was a shithead, um, <laughs> but I, I think I think there are a lot of things to like about this Texas team still outside of the offensive line, which I completely hate. Um, um, but when you have a back like Bijan, when you have a guy like Xavier Worthy who can just, I mean, touch the ball and take off for eighty yards, like that's the great equalizer of a bad offensive line. So, um, huge game man. for the Big Twelve championship. I will take I will take the the small spread here. Um, and, and I think that the horns defense can do enough to slow down Spencer Sanders. Cause I like, that's not a super impressive unit to me so far this season. Yeah. I mean, uh, they've, they started to like Oklahoma state. They started to come on a little bit late. The, some things that give me trepidation, of course, Texas, what a fucking punch in the gut for the program. They had such an opportunity lost by blowing that game to OU, especially the way they did, as soft as they looked. 
And they're getting a Mike Gundy team, an Oklahoma State team that knows, like, this is one, the feelings, of course, are still there for leaving the SEC, but they have an extra week to plan. They're getting a few players back. I'm curious. It's a noon kickoff in Austin. I wonder if Texas, is, at the very least, if you're, looking at first, if you're looking at first half line, I'm wondering whether Texas sleepwalks at least the because they've come out hot usually. I wonder if this is a spot where you catch them sleepwalking at all. I could see it. Yeah. But it hasn't happened yet under Sarkeesian. Rain Man, um, do you have a read here? You're self-proclaimed. Uh, you're, so at, you're at the shootout, right? I was at the shootout. It was the most fun sporting event I've ever been to. Uh, what, I mean, just what a game. Texas can score at will. That's clear. I don't think their defense can stop other teams from scoring at will either. That's yep. pretty clear. And Oklahoma State's offense has gotten a little bit better. I, If I have to pick, pick a side, I'm picking Texas here just because their offense just looks unstoppable when it's clicking. And Oklahoma State has stumbled a bit this year. Though undefeated with some pretty good wins against Boise State, that one looks a lot better. But, yeah, at home – Go, you gotta go, UT. Here, I, but oof. I got, it. I heard oof. a good, good analysis from uh, Dan Rubinstein, Solid Verbal, uh, very good college football podcast. If you guys, no, we're the only college football podcast. I take it back. Don't listen. Yeah, yeah, to fuck that podcast. Uh, but he he made a good point, which was that Texas could score really quickly, but it seems like they they struggled with what he called this, their second pitch when they got stopped early in drives, when Oklahoma got pressure and kind of stalled them a bit, and they didn't really have the momentum. Yeah, but they converted some third and longs, too. You know what? They did not lose that game because of their offense. I changed my mind. Yeah, they did not lose that game because of the offense. They lost that game because they fucking quit on defense. They kept scoring. They they kept scoring in the second half. They might have lost that game because of their offensive line. Their offensive line looked like ass even when they were scoring. Um, I saw that. They put I up the most Pete, points in, tech, in Red River history. The offense has nothing nothing to do with the loss. I saw that PFF graded one of their offensive linemen the worst offensive line grade that they've ever given out. It was like a seven. Who, who was it? That's but insane. also PFF college. <laughs> I don't sucks. remember who it was. It was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. They put it. They should have <laughs> just put like a fucking mannequin out there. Uh, it's a, it's just a dash, like an incomplete. It like might as well have. I don't know. That's, yeah, just tried out an extra receiver or something. That's Fuck tough it. to see. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you're you know what you're rolling with the horns after heartbreak. See, let's go back to Rayman. Your next pick. This is one. Oof, oof. I'm not sure about, but I know you're. I can. I want to hear your rationale. You like UCF plus twenty one. Talk about teams without any juice at Cincinnati, a team that's been running it up. Against against people, uh, ex- yep. they also get an extra day of rest because they play it on Friday. Why do you like UCF in sure. this spot? What's the closest thing Cincinnati has to a rivalry? I guess this. Um, it's absolutely UCF. Xavier? UCF is basketball. <laughs> basketball. Good answer. Good answer. Seth would be proud. Uh, one of the great college college sports rivalries. But no, I so UCF and Cincinnati the closest rivalry there is in the AAC. They're the two dominant teams. UCF was basically Cincinnati five years ago when they should have made the playoff, and now Cincinnati's doing that bit. UCF wants to stop Cincinnati from 
sort of taking their place. This would be a huge win for the program. And Gus Malzahn still looking for his first statement win. And this is 21 points in a rivalry game. I think this is a rivalry game. So I'm going to toss him out. And 75% of the public's on Cincinnati. So you bet I'm taking UCF here. You bet I'm taking the points. Uh... QB Mikey Keene has just gotten slightly better every week that he's had to fill in for Dylan Gabriel. I like either Mikey. Actually, I don't. He's been pretty terrible. But I think he will be doing enough wow. to go UCF plus 21. Did you write down I like either Mikey and then you had to read it? No, it came It came to me in a in like a... The halo came down so and for Mikey would like, bet for, on me. For the bet record, never, never fucking say that again. Capper, what do you think about this pick? Um, scary. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing with Cincinnati is they have to win with style points every week now, um, because they are on the cusp of making. I don't know if that's necessarily playoff. true anymore. They they hold serve there in. I don't clear. think they. I don't think. They I do really still. don't I think, think they do. Um, I think there are enough teams that have a. I mean, like you look at that. There's three undefeated, one in a major conference, obviously, or th- all three in a major conference. And then you've yeah, got one loss Ohio State. They won't all be State. undefeated at the end of the year. Well, you've got one loss Ohio State that could take out Iowa. Um, Oklahoma could be undefeated at the end of the year. Alabama Georgia are still in play, obviously, because Bama's still going to make the SEC championship. Um, yeah, so, like, sure. that could be your Dude, four right there. What do we Since do? It's a super in. easy Dude, way to keep Cincinnati out. You already see if it. they what, don't just dominate teams. You already see what's going to happen. Bama's going to beat this Georgia a, in a close pointless. game, and Cincinnati's going to get fucked. If you've seen yeah, it, it once, you've seen it a million times. None of this matters times. because they still, even if they're trying to run it up, I don't think that they'll be able to run it up more than 21 on UCF just given the circumstances of this game. Also, if you look at the offensive production for UCF, their record is not indicative of how well they've played on offense. They're averaging more yards than Cincinnati this year. Most people hmm. don't realize that because Cincinnati's offense is humming. They're just not getting the points in the touchdown. Eventually, that has to normalize. So I'd expect a much better second half from UCF and Guff Malzahn than you've seen so far to date. All right, 21 is a lot of points. I, I'm sure the total in that game has to be insane. Um, well, it's not 84 old Miss Tennessee. <laughs> let's see. Uh, it's, a, it's, inter- it's an interesting – that's going to be an interesting matchup, I think. Um, the you total, know what? I, I think I like UCF there. Total I'm seeing is 57 and a half. Lock that Capper shit like up. Capper the Mikey. All day. Oh, I love the over 57 and a half. I'll bet my life savings on that shit. Are you kidding me? What You're Cincinnati fool. might score that many points. Uh, <laughs> are you? Ki- that's absurd. Um, all right, points. next on the slate, uh, Capper. You like uh, Air Force plus four? Air Force, uh, previous king of the hill, wrong pick. Plus four at Boise State. Uh, what's your read here? Because I know I got nothing for you. I got nothing. I I forgot about that. We need to bring bring the. Um the air force some good mojo here um and i think this is the perfect spot to do it boise coming off a huge win against byu um trap line to me at home against a team that ranks better than them in every single metric um offense defense fei fpi s p plus like it's just every single number you look at favors this air force team um because it's a very good team overall they've played really good defense lately um and obviously they run the ball like mad men um they've got three or four guys that can just put it on you at any moment and boise state has been horrible against the run like this is the key matchup of the weekend 
Boise's giving up 4.37 yards per carry, over a thousand yards so far so far against them on the ground, 180 yards uh, against a triple option team after a huge win. Uh, this just screams letdown spot to me. I, like I, unless the blue turf is worth 15 points like it used to be in the early 2000s, like this is just an easy slam dunk to me. Uh, I'll take Boise. Not a super huge. <laughs> You know, not a not a super huge matchup that like you're dying to see, but like two teams at the top of the Mountain West that, you know, have a chance to play for a championship here. So, um, I think there's a lot at stake. I think um, Boise I beat I Utah say- State by 27 to three. Uh, Air Force lost to Utah State 49 to 45. I mean, this is this me. is definitely one where I will say to your credit, Capper, the Early. Joe the Joe Early. P in me is taking Boise at a second when I see blue turf minus four against this air force and it's team. small and the line's getting smaller too like it this one i can see getting down to like a three and a half or a three by the time it kicks so. all the all the um, all the all the fucking idiots are going to be on boise i can at the very least guarantee that yeah I don't know but they're... i'm taking it too because i think that that win at byu wasn't just a fluke i think that that was the I, boise state playing the way they should have been playing all year i don't think it was a fluke either because i think they're good um but that like that that's the moment of the season where you say like this is this is the Super Bowl to us. Like, this is our biggest game of the year, and, like, you put everything out there that you have. And I don't know that BYU treated it like that, even though they should have. Um, I think that this is a chance for Air Force to have that type of moment here after a huge emotional win for, for Boise. So, I don't know. I, I feel the, I feel the, the tides are turning here. The opposite yeah, and way. credit to Hank Bachmeyer uh, for Boise State having a very underrated and very good season. Uh, give him credit. Give him credit. Let's go over to uh, give him some credit. Give him credit. The only the only Pac-12 game we got on the slate, and that is uh, Rain Man. You like uh, this is? I don't know if he's if Rolovich will be coaching or if he'll be fired. It's if he'll get his fucking religious exemption. We, we said this last week too. It's plus, very similar to Washington the State plus one and a half versus Stanford. Rolovich with the Church of the Flying fucking Spaghetti Monster or whatever he fucking believes in to not get the vaccine. <laughs> uh, you're getting plus one and a half at home against Stanford. You got a fucking idiot against Stanford and, and Rain Man siding with the fucking idiot. What do we got? Yeah, I'm tying with the football coach. Uh, Washington State is rounding into form these last two weeks, beating Cal and Oregon State, which is pretty impressive. Stanford didn't even look competitive against Arizona last uh, Arizona State last week. I think these teams are very close. I think if you uh, played them on a neutral field ten times, they split five and five. But I'm getting points, and I'm getting those points at Pullman, so I'm going to go with Washington State at home. It was a pretty tough board here, so this one made the edge. I will say one little sneaky stat here that made me uh, drag this into my top four was that Washington State actually is fourth in the country at takeaways with 12, and then you put that at home as well, and I think they might be able to rattle Stanford, and I think they outright here. Let's grab points at home. They're nearly leading the country in coaches fired because they won't take a COVID vaccine as well, which is – have I mentioned that? Uh, I, I honestly <laughs> I, I can't get over have. this the idea of dedicating your life to football and then getting fired because you read a Facebook meme about like settled science from way before you were born. Uh, let, I can't uh, take that up with Kyrie Irving. Let Incredible. let me just point out how um, about 15 minutes ago Rain Man said how huge of a win uh, it was for Kansas State to beat Stanford and now is taking Washington State. I didn't say that. 
I did not mention how big of a win Stanford was for K-State. Roll I said the, K-State's gotten better after the quarterback change. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. Roll Please the tape. Roll it. Send roll the, the investigators on it. Or the interns. Roll the tape. Two. Yeah. We'll, we'll put Huge the interns on win it. We pay our Stanford. interns for all of our listeners, FYI. <laughs> we had to we, say the right things. Uh, the legal makes us say. We, this, uh, I don't know. And we definitely have them, yes. <laughs> I guess and they are definitely paid. Stanford. They're real people. Stanford, uh, McKee's good, man. He can sling it. I'm not. I'm not on. He's David fine. Shaw. I I think I think he's an average college quarterback. How about that? This That's a truth a, bomb for you. This is such a putrid game. Yeah, just take the points at Pullman. Take the points at Pullman. Pullman. You know like, what? Pullman just like just such a daunting place to play football. No, it's just hard to get to. I, you know <laughs> yeah. what? I bet <laughs> it's I bet it's a daunting right. place yeah, to get a fucking cell signal. Um, let's, uh, uh, let's go to Capper, your game, which I guess does make it a tough place. But, uh, Capper, your game. Hey, Jaden Delora for Washington state has the same amount of touchdowns as Tanner McKee this year at 12. Just throwing that out there. Thanks. That's why <laughs> we call are the exact same. That's actually why we do call you Raymond. They're Rain both Man. three and three um, and two and two in conference. They are the exact same team, Joe. Take the points of Pullman. And they are not the same. One of the teams is, doesn't believe in vaccines. Uh, Capper, you, uh, you, you like uh, this is one where I'm going to be going head to head with you because I because I can't bet against the this other side's coach. But you like NC State minus three at Boston College, the best coach team in the country by Jeff Halfley. Great football yeah, man. Shot at Halfley. It's not uh, though. I love BC. They're fine. They're great. They're great. BC BC is an amazing fundamentals team. If you um, like football, you like BC. That's such coded messaging. They're so white, but whatever, go for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. Um, I think this one's a pretty simple principle. I think they for get me. a lot. They they do a lot with less. I mean, they almost beat Clemson. Are they really? Are they really? Cool. Are they really gritty? Do they really do so well in the mental side of the game? You'd say. I didn't say any of those things. NC State almost beat. Clemson too. Who gives a shit about the Clemson game? Clemson sucks. Backup quarterback. Why are we talking NC State about? Has better recruits. Yeah, th- and they're better football team, and that they're laying a field goal here, and that's it. That's the simple thing you do here. You take the better team that just has to basically win the football game. Top twenty-five defense for the Wolfpack, giving up under three hundred yards a game, only ninety-two yards on the ground. Like, if you can shut down the running game against this backup quarterback that we've already mentioned 1,700 times for some reason, he's shit. Dennis Grossel, he's fine. Grossel, percent completion percentage, respect. Four touchdowns to four interceptions it's since Grossel. he took over for Jerkovic. He's fine. He has he's a fine. mother who named him Dennis Grossel. He's, he's not turning into John Elway because he plays for Halfley, okay? I'm sorry. I he hate might. to break it to you. I love Jeff Halfley. Oh my God, I love Jeff Halfley. He's great. I'm He's just, great. So is Dave Dorn. I just, I just want him in my life. Shot at Dave, Dave Dorn? Dave Dorn's fine. Jeff Halfley's great. <laughs> uh, I love Devin Leary. He's absolutely filthy. Zonovan Knight, absolutely filthy. Ricky Person Jr., absolutely filthy. We've been filthy. on Zonovan Knight for like just a couple of years on this Pound podcast. for pound, best Zonovan in the game. Not even close. Just, just a nasty team that is just going to take it all out on Boston College this weekend and Dude, I would love to, I'm excited to go head to head with you Boston that's it College, Boston College beat Colgate 51 to 0 Boston College <laughs> Colgate just, was in the playoffs last year in the FCS. good hey quality football BC's team. just gritty as fuck you're getting points at home like I said before we're taking this head to head uh I I love I, mean, I love the I love the Eagles yeah you've I'm been, gonna be on the Eagles as well you've been good this year this is uh 
Kaffer, uh, Rayman, your last pick actually is oof, a, a team I swore off hey, betting Joe, on. Joe, what did you say last week exactly? That's what I wanted you to lead oh, with. Oh, God. Uh, I You're said not. you won't. I said you should physically you, restrain me if I want to bet on Wisconsin again, and you want the minus 14 against Army. And, and Kaffer, what does that mean when, Joe, when Joe's that confident in something? What do I do? What did we do last week with Oregon State? He zigs, you zag. He zigs, I zag. We're taking Wisconsin <laughs> minus 14. And it's not just me who's taking them. All the Sharps up. are taking Wisconsin in this game. The line moved from 11.5 to 14, and the public money is basically split 50-50. I think it's 49-51 right now. <laughs> that, that tells me a whole heck of a lot. I mean, I, I will refuse to say anything good about Wisconsin's offense right now. I will point out how bad they are. Uh, Graham Mertz went 10 for 19 with 100 yards and one interception last week in their 24 to zero win against Illinois. That's one of the most hilarious box scores I've ever seen. That is. Uh, yeah, they're still terrible. Just absolutely terrible. Uh, but their defense is actually really good. Army's offense, as we all know, is extremely one-dimensional, relies on the run. What Wisconsin can do, they'll be able to stop the run, and they have the talent on the defensive line. And I think we're going to see a similar game to last week, maybe 27-7 Wisconsin. Just mark that down. Here's Dan. my question. Have you guys ever seen the movie Wag the Dog? It's uh old Dustin Hoffman movie. I haven't. Where it's basically... He's I've, like, heard, I, I've heard of it. He's like a spin doctor, and they make up a fake war to distract the public. And they, they create all these like fake news clips to convince people. Anyway, I think the way Graham Mertz was recruited to be a Division One quarterback had to be like a wag the dogs. Like, has anyone seen like a high school clip of Graham Mertz playing football? I think it's all green screen. This guy, <laughs> I think this guy, there's something amazing. There's something going on because this is weird how bad Graham Mertz is at it's football. Terrible. It's incredible. And like, they're just sticking with him too, like through thick and thin. Like he he has no, there's no chance he's coming out of any of these games. Like he just, they're yeah, no, playing the whole season. That's, I think he, it's a conspiracy. He made some deal with the devil. It's a he false flag. A it's a false flag. I'm something. just saying it. Maybe he knows something. This is a grand merits. We gotta send. We haven't sent the BYBW investigation. We should send the BYBW investigative unit to see what the fuck. See what to see. What the is Graham Mertz? Is he? Has he been sharking us all? Has anyone? Has anyone ever seen? Okay, if you can identify a human being who, with their own eyes, watched Graham Mertz play high school football and confirm he was a five-star caliber recruit. Please. Could his parents be have like a name on the building in Wisconsin or something like Maybe. Big Donors? Like he's buying his way onto the team. You know, there's. You know what other name has a Z in it? Bezos. That's what. Kurt Renekar. That's all I'm saying. This uh, Ooh, one going. What space, were we talking about? Down. What were we talking about? Oh, he, our, Wisconsin minus our team versus our. <laughs> he's not my favorite quarterback in the country, but if Wisconsin has Jack Cohn, they're number two in the country right now. <laughs> That's such a trash. Save for the quake take, buddy. That's trash. That should have been. Instead of saying my favorite month is October, you could have gone with that. That would have been a better. That would have been a better take. That's the take. That's the take, and you just feel bad. Feel, please feel bad. Uh, all right, let's uh, review the slate one more time. Rayman, give me your picks. I got Rocky Top plus two and a half versus number thirteen Ole Miss. UCF plus 21 at number three, Cincinnati. Washington State plus one and a half for Stanford. And uh, Wisconsin minus 14, despite Graham Mertz versus Army. I'm going to say that one quietly. All right, Capper, your slate. 
Iowa State minus six and a half at Kansas State's the big rubber. Texas minus four and a half versus OSU. Air Force plus four at Boise. And NC State minus three at Boston College. All right. God, these games kind of do suck this week, huh? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, there's these, like one top 25 game. These are the weeks where usually some fuckery happens. And it's happens. a 21-point spread. True. And, uh, and you know what? I we got, we got our first return King of the Hill picker coming up in our squeeze fix. How fired up. Bring him his money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Capper, fast forward. It's Friday afternoon. You're watching the games. What are you doing on your phone? Scrolling Twitter? No. Oh, that's right. We're over at BYBW Podcast on Instagram going viral with the hottest memes that have ever hit the application. Wow. Yeah. Forget WhatsApp. Forget Facebook Messenger. Instagram BYBW Podcast. That's it. That's a take. Is that a 30 seconds? <laughs> Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do it. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! All right, these are the squeeze picks. Uh, These are not the uh, approved vetted picks from our expert figures. These are just the games, the picks where you want to just squeeze out a little extra action. And uh, we have a real taste for this segment, which is... uh, we have a, a return King of the Hill picker, which brings our total to King of the Hill to an 11 all time. It was 111 before this person. Um, traditionally, we just it hasn't it hasn't worked out for us. But uh, the mayor last week he he chose a total for us. He went under in the SEC game. It looked a little dicey down the stretch, but we brought it home, and he's back. Let's hear let's hear the mayor's next pick for us. Let's see if he has another winner. What's up, guys? It's the mayor again. It's an honor and a blessing to be back for another week. We're going to keep it simple this time around. Bama minus 17 at Mississippi State. Lay the points, boys. All of them. It's a Nick Saban revenge game. And when's the last time we've had one of those? I haven't been this scared for dogs since Michael Vick was running bad news kennels. Hashtag pray for Mike Leach. Hashtag bring me my money. Yikes. I love that catchphrase. <laughs> Bring me my money. <laughs> uh, my, Mike Vick joke, huh? Um, but uh, you know Not what? too soon anymore. But, but here's yeah, it the, might be appropriate amount of time. Here's the deal. If you're our king of the hill the picker, nation has you healed. Could, if you're our king of the hill picker, you can say whatever the fuck you want. That's the point. It's your little end of the podcast. You guys keep fucking it up. But this guy can say whatever he wants as long as he keeps getting wins for us. As long as it's not some like Nazi shit, we'll probably like bleep that out. But for the most part, we uh, we're pretty liberal. Uh... <laughs> I don't even know what I was sure. saying. That was dangerously close to a Nazi joke, Joe. I don't know. I fuck Alabama minus seventeen. Sure, why not? I'm not taking Mississippi State here. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Did we see Alabama like shows? I guess did we see a few cracks there? Do we? I don't know. Yeah, you saw a moment game. Don't read too much into it. I so. think I think it was I think it was more about Jimbo just playing rope a dope with Calzada for three weeks straight, just lulling just to you win to that one dulls, game. Yeah, he knew he wasn't going to win. Thinking he was just the most ass backup quarterback of all time, and he's just slinging it all over the field. 
Yeah, he had like. The, it makes me really mad kid. about that Arkansas it game, was, honestly. It was like he had the the fucking shoes from Like Mike on. Uh, <laughs> I, he I he was actually like. He was so good. They almost lost to Colorado. Great reference. Right? It, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense, but that's also why we love and hate this fucking sport. Is because shit like that. It was one of my uh, speaking of things that don't make any sense. That was one of the things that ruined my four teamer last week. Uh, I had <laughs> Among other things. One, I, uh, one of the things. One of the things. If you bet on my four teamer last week, that's right. You would have made zero dollars uh, because, namely, yeah, that that A and M one certainly. I, I was on Bama. That did not hit. But this week, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. We're back. We're gonna hit another one. I'm gonna be up way more units than either of these hosts. Just just in order to them for all intents and purposes. We're gonna start out. Uh, UGA minus 22 versus Kentucky. This is a top 10 matchup, top 11 matchup in name only. I think Kentucky is a solid team, but this is a game where I think you're going to be happy to have locked in this side by the middle of the first quarter. Um, UGA, yeah, Kentucky's only chance to cover is, is a utility play by Wandale Robinson uh, that just freaked goes for 90 yards uga reminds me a lot actually of the throwback nick saban teams now the teams they're more spread they have offense but uga reminds me of those teams that had the ugly wins the grinded out defense those games where they just slowly build the lead build the lead until the other team just quits uh kentucky has six wins but three are include mizzou by seven south carolina by six chattanooga by five uh, Mark Stoops doing his best with what he has, but I think this one's a route. I think uh, UGA by, by four touchdowns at least. Uh, next one, another route, I think, is uh, you. Uh, this is a game where I honestly think the, the home fans are going to be rooting for the away team more than their team, and that is uh, a noon game. Uh, you, I like UF minus 11.5 at LSU. Everyone wants O to get fired. It's going to be a noon game in the swamp. There's no juice for that program. Uh, UF definitely wants to start running up scores whenever they get an opportunity. LSU just lost another quarterback in addition to Derek Stingley um, to an already just like faltering team. They lost Butte, their wide receiver, who was their only real offensive threat. Uh, there's no reason why UF won't try to run it up as much as possible. 11.5, even though it's at LSU, I, I know they beat them last year, even though it was a big spread, but... That's I don't know. I think UF runs it up here. I've taken all line up to twenty. Am I wrong? Love this The next Love one. Love uh, Arizona State minus one at Utah. I know Utah played really well at USC last week, and they're looking much better. Their losses don't look too bad, but I think Arizona State is really, really good. Uh, they should have beaten Stanford by way more points, and they play really fast. I like their offense, and I like their defense. They pl- they're they coached all by NFL players. Uh, they have NCAA sanctions being handed down, so you know they're doing it the right way. Um, I, I like Arizona State in this. In, like, this is a spot where I think they want – like they want you to take Arizona State, but I think Arizona State is just the better team, so I will take them. And then the last one – TCU plus 13.5 at OU. Um, I think OU is coming up. OU's coming off a really, really emotional win, and now a win that came with a lot of questions and a lot of distractions. On the other end, at the quarterback position, of course, what I'm talking about, uh, Lincoln Riley actually banned all media from practices because the. Yeah, daily- be- because it, it started because an Oklahoma journalist 
actually saw it from like a third story window that uh, who was getting first team reps. It was and reported. It. it was not a journalist. It was a it was a senior. It was a student journalist for the student. Yeah, newspaper. student journalist, student paper. Yeah. So yeah. do you think Which Lincoln? Is just wild. So that's all to say is like, do you think Lincoln's mind's in the game right now? Where do you think his head's at? Do you think it's on Zach Evans right now, or do you think it's on? Oh shit! I really don't want to deal with this uh really high profile oh, well, the rumors of spencer rattler entering the portal are keep hiking up every day that being said fuck dude that quarterback was good and rattler was bad all year i, I think oklahoma might be really really good now here's what I, I i think you get gary patterson tcu's defense hasn't been great but their rushing game is very very good and i think you got uh i think they're gonna be pressure in the quarterback Caffrey, you want in on this one what do you what do you got um it it might be some mind games or some some gamesmanship here from from patterson but duggan and evans are both listed as questionable this weekend oh um, fuck that that was why if they don't if they don't if duggan doesn't play it and i TCU's and, and like that was why i because i really like that line if both of them are healthy and normal because they played so well last weekend against tech um, but those two being a question mark was just like, yeah, it's not worth even messing with. So I like, I think if they both play and I think you got a okay. good shot here, but well, I didn't, I didn't you know that. Those okay. Two, you are fucked. Well, well, I didn't know that. All right. Well, regardless, <laughs> the four teamer is UGA minus 22 UF minus 11 and a half Arizona state minus one TCU plus 13 and a half. That's a fucking winner boys. So- there, there was a period in Red River. There, it was a third and long, uh, where Caleb Williams takes the snap, fumbles it, drops it on the ground, picks it back up, and proceeds to throw Don't for a do touchdown. This. Stop. And that's when I knew no, one that it. Texas was going to lose, and two that Caleb Williams is very, very, very good, and OU is officially now a scary team. The catch was better than the throw and the play by the quarterback. The poise was the best part of the entire thing, though. And for a quarterback getting their first start, that. That's impressive. He was really good. Um, th- and that's he he fits that Lincoln Riley offense better than yeah, Rattler he does. Fits he fits that uses, offense so well. He uses his legs much better than Rattler does. Rattler yeah. wants to be a pro style quarterback. And you guys, I guess you guys talk. That ain't what, that ain't you guys Riley talk wants. principal plays. Yes, Caleb Williams looked like Vince Young last week. He might be Vince Young, but this is he Gary. Might Pat- be. But this is Gary Number Patterson. Number two recruit coming out of high this, school. This is Gary Patterson against a freshman QB in his second game. He's going to, like, Texas. Gary Patterson's Texas, no longer Gary Patterson. Texas you know clearly, that, Joe. But Texas No, clearly, I said that last week, and he just shoved it up my ass. He did. He listened to this, so he knows. No, he knows. back check on me. You no, got Texas, me. Uh, Texas clearly was not prepared for a running threat like that, certainly from a tackling perspective. I expect... I'm expecting TCU to be sending some interesting pressures that probably might not. Uh, well, Spencer Rattler's an offensive in the field anyway. I was gonna say that might not. You might not put out for Spencer Rattler, but anyway, I just think like I could see this being a spot where coming off an emotional win with all these distractions, two wins over a good TCU team that was only favored by like it was a five-point game against Texas, and they played them tough. They could have won that game. I yeah. I give them a little more credit. Uh, it, it's I'll be it's a OU. good. We can sidebar this one. TC no is a good football team. They, they they have to have Evans this weekend though. Gotta at hundred percent. Gotta have it.